The podcast you're listening to is a part of the Between the Lines Studios Network. To find more great podcasts, please visit www.betweenthelinesstudios.com. And I'm Naomi. And we are here to talk about CBS's Elementary and Episode 5, Lesser Evils. Yes. Which is um, a really good episode. It was. And I, there was only one thing that I, I can say that I really disliked about that. And that was sort of the, the second, and I don't know if this is the idea of like um, air order versus production order that the writer just likes to do. But this was sort of the second um, shocker type opening Mm -hmm. that we had. And and last week we had the one where, oh no, Sherlock relapsed and is on drugs again. And now we have Sherlock is is murdering someone. someone. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, that that sort of turned me off just a little bit. But then there was awesomeness immediately after that. And I was like, okay, I can forgive that. (laughs) Uh, but before we get into much detail, why didn't you tell us the ratings for this episode? Well, the ratings were very good. CBS's Sherlock's Home Procedural Elementary was up 9% from last week, earning a 2.4 rating with 10.5 million viewers yay. versus last week's 2.2 rating. So, yay, more people! People <laughs> like us. Yay! People think we're awesome. I mean, that elementary well, is awesome. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's really good news, especially this is kind of like mid-season-ish kind of area. I mean, it's not really, we're not episode 11 yet, but this is kind of where people's attention drops, so yep. it's good that it's up. Yeah, it's usually, I mean, I, I, I've been seeing like around between like four and six episodes is usually when you know if something is going to get the axe or not, right. there's a, a good sense of direction towards that. And yeah. so far everything has been awesome for elementary, which means more mystery and more Johnny Lee Miller on my screen. <laughs> yeah. I'm wondering if the news that it got picked up for the full season made more people tune in. Uh, that'd be really interesting to see if that's what happened. Cause a lot of people wait to see if a show is going to be axed or not. Cause they don't want to commit to a show and then go, Oh, that was it. <laughs> like every show that I watched during high school. Yep, that was it. Yeah. I, I figured it was me. As soon as I started to like a show, it got axed. Right. You kind of have to be like, no, no I don't really like this show. <laughs> there, uh, was a, there was a couple years there where I thought that that was the case because it was like every show. I was like, I've, this is so great. Why aren't more people watching it? But yeah. So, lesser evils, I will so we'll start with that scene because it really excited me because that's, that's again, another play to the original canon. Um, in the original, the Stanford yep. tells Watson that Holmes beats the, the subjects in the dissecting room with a stick to see if how far bruises are produced after death. Yeah, so that was, like, as soon as it pulled back and we saw that he was in a morgue, I was like, yay, experiments! Mm-hmm. Okay. 
that that's actually like my note for that scene was experiments the exclamation points. So yes. I was I did like that. Yeah. Because we're still these are still things that he is doing to to figure out the different stuff. And I I have no clue if there is funding out there for scientists to do research on postmortem bruising, but there there might not be. I'm sure there so is there might because be because there there's research for the body farm, which is where people who've donated their bodies to science they'll put their bodies in different different situations to see how they decompose and how fast they decompose and they study those kind of things so they put them up in trees they put them in barrels they dig them in a shallow grave they dig them in a deeper grave you know all the different things that might happen in a murder situation just to see what happens to the body so they can more accurately give time of death which is really fascinating so it was but, but I still like the fact that he's in there and doing it. Yeah. And, and that there was also another beekeeping reference. Yes. And that they met in a, in a beekeeping forum. I thought was yep. hilarious. Yeah. I, I was looking on Tumblr because I was looking for some more news items and I didn't find any, but I did find somebody who said, uh, things I want from elementary. At one point, the bees are important to solving a case. And I said, yes, that would be hilarious. <laughs> And, and of course, now I'm I'm flashing back to Doctor Who and the fact that the bees, yes. that, that the bees, that the bees are are dying. The bees are dying. No, right. they weren't dying. Their alien life forms were fleeing the planet. Yes. Yes. So we need yes, bees need to be important. <laughs> so uh, I really, I also love the interaction between Holmes and Watson in the scene because it's so easy. Like it's really spot on and <laughs> sharp and quick and. He's still observing things about her. You know, the whole crossed arms thing which means that she's... And, and her lying face. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. And her lying face. Which I'm like, wait, Lucy Lou has, has one face. <laughs> it's just got these little tiny subtle changes. <laughs> yep. Micro expressions. Mm-hmm. Yep. So that was really fun. Uh, and then the fact... I like that he stumbled upon this case from observation rather than getting a call from the police. I thought that was really cool. Yep. I, I have to say I was really impressed by by Watson this week. Mm-hmm. Um, because in fact, like, okay, oh, here's this guy. And, oh, he died of a heart attack. Because mm-hmm. you know, the guy's looking at the file. Oh, he died of a heart attack. Oh, yes. And she, I mean, she's immediately there with an answer. Because here's this little tattoo that, mm-hmm. I mean, even most people would miss that. Right. But she saw the, the tattoo. She knew what it meant. She knew this and this and this. And... It was. It was a perfectly valid reason for that man to have died. Mm-hmm. It was the wrong one because the killer was, you know, awesome with his killing skills. But still, it was something that, I mean, the, the mortician didn't know that. Right. So I was I was very pleased with her in that sense. Um, later on, knowing about the, the lab coats mm. and where would there be women who wore perfume and had cleavage, but wore a lab coat. Right. Oh, I know exactly where that is. And it was something that Sherlock had absolutely no idea on. Mm-hmm. And so that was like, yes, okay, yay, I'm happy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I keep harping on this, but I do love that everyone in this series is smart. They're just not as smart as Sherlock Holmes. And they, you know, they, Watson has her range of knowledge and she can use it. And she's not an idiot especially when it comes to dead bodies. Like I hate that when you are watching a crime show and there's a, you know, there's like some kind of medical person and they don't know anything. It's like, wait, yep. 
Wait, you went to school. You know something. <laughs> yeah, the I detective mean, even, isn't the only smart person in the room. Yeah, even if it's an area that the last time you touched it was during that rotation in your residency, which was 25 years ago, right. you're going to remember something about that. Yeah. So that that is, I'm, I'm very happy that Watson is smart with the medical stuff. Mm-hmm. And this this episode was really heavy with Watson's backstory, especially yes. with Brie. She, she had her own little side mystery. I was so happy about that. That was like, yay. And it's fun because we had the last episode where he told her, he kind of warned her, you know, you don't really want to yep. go in this world. It has its price. And now, you know, she had to make the decision. Is she going to to do what her gut tells her? Is she going to follow Sherlock Holmes's lifestyle, basically, for lack of a better term? So that's, yeah, that that is, it's like, okay. And, and she can see where this path led him. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a great setup. Yeah, you can see the conflict, you know, when she's, when she's talking about it and several times during the episode where she's just, it's just nagging her, it's bugging her, and she can't let it go. Yep. I thought that was that was really good. That was, and it brings out so many more questions, uh, especially bringing her friend into everything and seeing how Joan was before. I thought was really mm-hmm. interesting. Yeah, and I I really like the comment about the fact that 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 she's that she freezes up mm. when someone gave her a scalpel. Um, I mean, it really that this this is something that I've sort of been struggling with personally in my midwifery studies because there are things that you have to do um, like a a heel poke when the baby is right after birth for tests that have to be done to to detect genetic diseases that could be hugely impacting on your life and the very first time I did that it's like I've seen this done hundreds of times it's this tiny little lancet and it goes in the baby's heel and five drops of blood come out and that's great but then you're the one holding the baby's heel and holding this thing that all of a sudden looks like a giant spear and you have to stick it into the baby's foot and make it bleed. Mm. And so it's, it, it is, you know, retraining your mind and the fact that she had gone through that training once, but now it just, someone was handing that to her and she's questioning everything. It really, I was just like, yes. Okay. So it's not just something, it, it is this, very real feeling and it's not that she's sort of doubting her intelligence or doubting the choices that she made with that client but it was just sort of that instinctual i'm going to hurt someone Mm -hmm. i can't do this and that that for me i i love that moment yeah i mean the whole thing with the with the friend and the going back and forth and the tension and seeing how happy Joan was especially at the end oh those the iPod and the iPad and the pictures I was just mm-hmm. and my ma- I was watching with my parents and my mom was like no <laughs> don't delete them you know and yeah but it was I think it was made especially more poignant by the not her friend the surgeon but by the chief surgeon of the hospital who was so ready to lie just because of the fact that he could do no wrong. Mm. And I, I can save thousands of people. Mm-hmm. So what does it matter that I made this one mistake? Right. And I think that's, 
I mean, that, that is sort of a very, when you really stop to think about it, that's an unsettling sort of mindset for someone to have. Right. Well, it was a good contrast. I mean, again, I'm, I'm talking about the structure of the writing of everything, but it was a really good contrast to Joan to be like, yeah, here's this guy who thinks he can help everyone and who cares if I hurt somebody. And you have Joan who knows that she can help people. She knows that she's good at her job. But she doesn't want to hurt anyone. Yep. And yeah, that was a, it was a nice parallel between the two to say, to bring out more of Joan, which I thought was really good. I love when the main mystery story brings out character moments for us. Mm-hmm. Um, to go to go to the not so deep and dark things, uh, the humor in this episode had me. I was dying. I was laughing so hard uh, when. Holmes came in and there was the, the, who we figure out later is the bad doctor and the short little guy. And he said, what's your job to get things off of high shelves for this other guy? I lost it. I laughed for a good minute. Yeah. No, I mean, that, that sort of got me at a different place Mm -hmm. um, because of the fact that I am six one. Mm-hmm. So I am the one who's constantly being asked, Hey, can you reach that? <laughs> um, so that was, I, I, I was like, he's getting both of them in mm-hmm. one joke. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I laugh. I, it's been a long time since a TV show made me laugh that hard. Cause it was just unexpected. It's like something that you would think in your head. Uh, yep. you would not expect it to be on television. <laughs> but the, I, I have to say the moment that got me even, even more than that was, in the elevator and he Sherlock yeah. just apologizes to the janitor, which is that in itself was a great moment. Mm-hmm. The fact that he was on his own, no one prompted him and he apologized to this man. Yeah. And then the janitor got out and pushed all the buttons yes. on the elevator. I was like, yes. I, I had to pause and laugh. <laughs> and yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> yes. I I really appreciate the, just the lighter moments on the show. I think it really helps keep the show funny and fresh and, you know, keeps you going through the harder, deeper, darker places. And, uh, yeah. and it just it makes everybody feel real because those are the things that would really happen, you know. Yep. And and is it, is it bad that I sort of laughed at uh, Belle's attempt to, to like, portray himself as sympathetic during the interviews <laughs> and and if my grandma there i just wish someone would have had the courage to help mm-hmm. her yeah. and i'm just like no no no, no one <laughs> is buying that no one at all yes i did like that the Sherlock pointed it out <laughs> he's trying to be sympathetic so funny i i i am more and more enjoying the characters as people like i love bell I love Gregson. I love mm-hmm. Holmes and Watson, of course. Uh, and I want to, I want to hear more from them because they're becoming real people. And yeah, the Bell's attempt was laughable at most. <laughs> yep. Because he, he is smart. He just doesn't have the way to, to try and, and manipulate people but well, and it was a funny it was a funny juxtaposition because we had Holmes doing that with Adam and he did it so skillfully and then you have it here and you're like no it's not working not working yeah. I will say that I enjoyed the mystery better in this episode I I had called it 
because just because we saw the janitor so many times, I'm like, it's, yep. it's a janitor. Well, the this as soon as that elevator scene started, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, the janitor did it. Yeah. But then there was the twist, and I was mm-hmm. like, oh, so that I, I was, I had no clue because I was thinking that it was. Because there were actually two twists in this. Right. You had you had the nervous young doctor who was stealing morphine, and then you had the the, the bad doctor. And so I was like, okay, double twist. That's awesome. Well, it was a really interesting moral setup, you know, because the real evil was the guy who killed the innocent person. Like, obviously, angel of death, horrible thing to do. You know, you don't have the, you don't have the right to do that, but he seems so, so passionate about helping people that you're like, okay, I can kind of understand where you're coming from, but the other guy, you're just like, no, you screwed up and you're trying to cover your mistake and you're a big jerk. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Um, although the, the one thing, and it was almost a throwaway line, um, when they're interrogating him, that the janitor and he says, you, you're making up these lies. Mm. Uh, after Sherlock you know, asks about why, why this girl who wasn't, who was getting better, he's like, you're making up lies just like they did back in the Ukraine. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden that clicks. Okay, so this is, this is why he got kicked out of, of the Ukraine. This is why he's working as a janitor now. Mm-hmm. This is why he could, he could never work as a doctor in, in the U.S., because yeah. I mean, even if he managed to get his all of his credentials transferred over, it still it would never happen. Mm-hmm. And so that was it, it. Just very, very short, very sort of mind set in a throwaway manner. But it was like so so central to who that character was. And I think that you know the fact that he kind of accepted that he was caught. I think that helped a lot in his character. Like you understood his character mm-hmm. and, and the other guy was, you know, trying to get out of it. And you're like, dude, you murdered someone. Yep. And not, I mean, not even murder. He, he tortured that poor girl. Mm-hmm. And that just, yeah. Very depressing episode this week in the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Except for those funny lines. Let's go back to the funny lines. <laughs> More funny lines. <laughs> like when a uh, uh, friend doctor came to the door and um, yep. yelled in her face. <laughs> when, when Dave the barista offered Watson the free chai. <laughs> yes. Yes. Or, or even before that, when, when he's uh, standing in line and people are ordering and he's like, the manga carta was less complicated. <laughs> funny. Although the, the thing that got me was um, when the at the beginning with the scene with the administrator, he's like, well, we can't give you those files for rights of privacy. What do you mean? He's dead. Yeah. I don't think, I don't think he's worried about his privacy. (laughs) And and of course it was, you know, it's it's Johnny Lee Miller and his wonderful accent. So it's privacy. Privacy. Yes. Yes. (laughs) I wanted to just like repeat that one word. (laughs) Privacy. I really, I really loved his performance in this one. You know, when he barricades himself in the the room, and um, later well, when he's sitting there talking to Watson. And, I think the the idea of throwing the pitcher of water into the hallway yeah. was just so brilliant mm-hmm. because 
you, you had, yes, you did have to go take care of that. That became the immediate priority. Not this crazy man who's yelling at you to get out of the room. Don't touch anything. Right. Murder, murder. <laughs> uh, and no, I have to go clean up water. That, that all of a sudden becomes the priority. Mm-hmm. That, that was, was like, okay, that's awesome. <laughs> I think that's that's where we see the the bits of Sherlock Holmes, the character, come out in this series is just how quickly he came up with that idea of how to get the janitor out of the room and how to keep, you know, how long he had in the room and how to keep the evidence. And, you know, it just happened boom, 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 real fast. And that's what makes Sherlock Holmes Sherlock Holmes is he can just do it and, quickly. And if the guards break down the door, then it will save us the trouble of opening it. Right. Mm hmm. And it, it goes back to that, you know, when he spray paints the camera just so fast. He just comes up with the the answer. Yep. I like the moments between between Holmes and Watson that are really quiet. I liked, I really liked the, when he sat in the chair at the end and he says that it was nice to see a glimpse of her. In her life. Own. Yeah, in her element. When she kept looking at the feet of the the person. Um, the, the girl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Just those little, little moments are when, you know, she's standing there after she's talked to the doctor and she, you know, she's not moving. She's not going anywhere. You can Mm -hmm. see that. Or when the doctor confronts her about ordering the test, she's pretty impassive. (laughs) She's not defensive. She's not arguing. She's just, that's good. That's good. I'm glad she's okay. Yep. So that's, I mean, we can sit here and, and just go on about Lucy Lou, and she is because I mean, if, if you had a different actress, they they would be taking Watson in such a different direction. Because, but because of the fact that Lucy Lou, I mean, who, what, what other actress? I'm I'm drawing a blank here for any other actress that could keep just a, a that that sort of stoic expression. And not have a change of facial expression, but still, I mean, no, no other actress could get away with that. And just the idea that she doesn't emote with her face, that she doesn't do any of that. Right. And she can still convey so much. I mean, that, I, I think that's one of the reasons that is making this TV show. Because I just, it, it's amazing what she can do without doing anything. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if I'm if I'm conveying myself here, if I'm just gushing random. Yeah, words. most most actors would like they do a bunch with their face or their body or their movements or you know over exaggerate or over emote or uh, whatever you know to get that feeling across. And she doesn't have to do a lot. She just there's just something about her eyes. She really lives I mean, her character. Even even Nimoy playing Spock, he raised his eyebrow. She right. doesn't even do that. Right. So I'm just, I'm like, oh, I'm in such awe of her. <laughs> yeah, the only person I could think of that's anywhere similar would be uh, Marina Baccarin. Because she doesn't do a lot with her. You know, she's very gentle on screen. But, I don't know, Lucy's just got this... Whole other uh, level. Whole other level of mystery and intrigue and you can tell when she's she's just standing there and to anybody else if it was anybody else they would just be looking like they had lost their mind like (laughs) I don't know what I'm doing in this scene or you know I'm really tired or I'm staring off into space but she can make you feel 
feel things with her eyes. It's really good. Mm -hmm. I wonder if it's almost like the sort of the mirror effect mm -hmm. that you, you get the the one actor looking into her, and so it's okay. What is what what are what are they feeling? Mm -hmm. And she's just sort of reflecting back whatever they're feeling. So they it it, it intensifies their emotions instead. Right. I don't know. She's good. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> <laughs> and I think I think it's good that she's like that because Johnny's portrayal is so over everything, you know, and not in a bad way, but he has so much energy that she brings kind of a, a middle ground to it that, that makes them work well together. Yep. And he's so energetic and so crazy and off the wall and... Um, even when he's standing still, you feel like he's moving, like he's vibrating. <laughs> you can see him thinking. Mm -hmm. yep. So it's a nice, it's a nice pairing. They make a good, good team that way, and that's the way that Sherlock Holmes and Watson should be. Is they're the kind of bookends they need to be together to work. Yep. And even you know later in the canon, Sherlock Holmes says you know he's never as good as by himself as he was with Watson, and you can see that in the them coming together in this show and I really like I really appreciate that about the, the series about elementary yes yeah, I, my, my mom actually recorded one of the old Hounds of the Baskerville the other day mm. and it I mean it, it is one of those things it's just like because of the fact there has been so many different movies and TV shows we can get into the fact it's, it's sort of like Shakespeare that there's a different way to look at every character yeah and i mean there's no real there's nothing wrong with any particular one of them but i i really am I, the, johnny lee miller's sherlock mm, i haven't quite figured out where i where he falls in the ranking but mm -hmm. watson i that this is this is my favorite watson i i have i'm ready to say that without a doubt. <laughs> my Edward Hardwick kind of gal myself. Edward Hardwick from <laughs> Jeremy Brett era. But yeah, she's, she's doing a good job. I will say that. Um, I think I think the interesting thing, and I know we've touched on this partially, is there's just a sense of these characters are so multifaceted that no one person can ever really bring them to life and you mm -hmm. need all of these different versions because each of them speak to you differently and I think that's the cool thing about Doctor Who is everyone has their doctor you know and it's the same character but they're, mm -hmm. s they're so different from each other and that's yep. okay <laughs> and I think and that's a really fascinating thing yeah and of course we get into the idea that who your doctor is like says so much about your personality mm -hmm. so I, I don't or know your if, generation. There's, if, if there's a personality test for Sherlock Holmes. I, I don't think I've seen that one. I'm sure it's out there somewhere. I'm sure it is, yeah. <laughs> um, and it's also really intriguing to me, just the idea, you know, like you were saying about Shakespeare, you know, there's, there's so many different Hamlets. People have portrayed Hamlet in so many different ways. And if you, do you lose anything in those translations? No. You know, the, the story speaks for itself. The story of Sherlock Holmes speaks for itself. You know, there's, here's a guy who, who teaches you that through intellect and intelligence and observation 
you can solve life's mysteries. And it's okay if you're a little strange when you do it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. I just, um, there was a a post on Tumblr that I saw and it, it was this gorgeous piece of artwork that had like seven different, uh, uh, pictures of, of different actors who had played Sherlock mm-hmm. with some, with a, with a piece of dialogue from the books and the idea that, um, that Watson said about even knowing, uh, his, his great use of disguise, it still took me a moment to, to be sure that this was truly my friend. Mm, yeah. And I mean, that was, it, it, it was just perfectly fitting for that. It was like, you know, you could look at each of these as just a different, different disguise mm-hmm. of the same Sherlock. Yeah. So, but it also made me want to see, I'm like, okay, when, when are we going to see the, the disguises for, mm. for here? That, that, it made me want disguises. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I was waiting for them, you know, every time I watched Sherlock Holmes and when I was watching the movies with Robert Down Jr., when I was watching Jeremy Brett, when I was watching Benedict, I was just waiting for the disguise and I think the movies do it the best because every yes. once in a while he just pops out and you're like, Oh, Holmes, <laughs> there you go again. Yeah. But I mean, he really, he really did work and, and on, on disguises and not just like costumes, mm-hmm. but simple things, uh, like walk the way that he walked. Right. And I, I did an actor's workshop back when I was in college uh, on the idea of, and we did, we spent like an hour and a half just doing different walks Mm -hmm. and okay. If you're, you know, this is how you walk normally. And we walked for like five minutes just to figure out what our normal walk was. Okay. And now I want you to lead with your left hip. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden it just changed everything in your body. Right. And so it was, it was those little things that, that he would do in the book that, I mean, that th- there could, you could be doing that so easily. And so you don't need to have costumes and makeup right. um, for the, for disguises. But that, I mean, the closest we got was his little bit of put on accent in, um, when he was saying that, you know, he was with the NYPD and he had oh, a warrant. Right. <laughs> And that was good. It was. Like, what, it, what, it, what are they going to do if they want to see it? And they, they, they never asked to see it. <laughs> it it's, it, as long as it's not a warrant for me, I don't care what the neighbors are getting up mm-hmm. to. Yep. So great. And it was really funny because then it was one of those moments where you go, oh, yeah, he can do an American accent. <laughs> it's a reminder. Uh, I think that's it. It was a very good episode. I am very excited for the next one. Especially, I, we're going to get to the, the mid-season, and those are the more low-budget um, episodes, usually, traditionally. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think what's great about low-budget episodes, if the show has great characters, is those are the like, character-driven episodes. You do a lot more with character, because you're limited on you know how many places you can go and how many actors you can hire and things like that. So I'm very much looking forward to the, the middle of the season. And yep. seeing what what they do with it, hopefully we get hopefully we get a Sherlock episode like this. This.
excited um and, and well because the actress i mm, she, she is sort of one note for me no no, but, no 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 episode seven. Oh, episode episode which one yeah or oh okay the, the other episode <laughs> the, 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 the other first one we, we spoiled yes the first one oh, okay. we spoiled <laughs> yeah um, as i sit here and try to to talk around spoilers and... <laughs> All right. Well, we'll be back next time. See you guys then. Yep. Till then, enjoy Sherlock Holmes. Learn something new. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Yay, me.